From WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR, this is Capital Notes, a podcast about Wisconsin politics and politicians. I'm Marty Michelson. Each week, I discuss noteworthy developments with J.R. Ross, editor of WISPolitics.com. Here's our latest conversation. So, Jr., the Democratic Party of Wisconsin has taken some dramatic steps to curb the spread of coronavirus. Chair Ben Wickler says the party is following guidance from local health officials to practice social distancing. So it's replacing its traditional door-to-door canvassing operation with a digital organizing program ahead of the April 7th spring election and presidential primary. What will this look like and how will it affect the election? Well, you know, you think about it, the party's already doing a lot of digital stuff, right? You see digital ads, you see um, outreach that way, emails, you know, robocall. I mean, there's lots of stuff you can do where you're not going face-to-face. So knowing you're not going to see people at your door knocking and hanging stuff at your doorknob. But, you know, as far as, like, getting outreach, text messages. Um, I've seen, for example, campaigns do postcards where volunteers handwrite postcards and them out. So there's still ways to do it. The question is how effective is that method compared to going door-to-door, um, engaging people and those kinds of things. It's just a, diff- a different way to approach stuff. And so far, I haven't seen any signs that the Republicans are, are talking about this. I mean, they might do something differently, but they haven't talked publicly, at least that I've seen, uh, what they might do differently. So, you know, we'll see what kind of impact it has. It's still, still kind of early at this point. The State Elections Commission also took measures related to coronavirus. At a special meeting last week, the commission directed municipal clerks to mail absentee ballots directly to residents of nursing homes and care facilities instead of dispatching teams of voting deputies. The commission also gave municipal clerks flexibility to relocate polling places currently slated to be in nursing homes where public health may be a concern. With the election being three weeks from tomorrow, will there be enough time to relocate some polling places and to mail out absentee ballots and for nursing home residents to mail them back? Well, looking big picture, we're kind of uncharted territory here because I can't remember, at least in my 20 years of doing this, going in an election with this kind of situation going on. So it's hard to say right now what, how it's going to impact things. I mean, just think just think big picture of people going to the polls, right? We're, all these advisories we're getting from the government say, avoid large gatherings. Well, sometimes at the polls, you have long lines. Is that going to qualify? Is that going to scare people away? The Elections Commission, for example, is also encouraging people to vote absentee if they're worried about the coronavirus right now. Um, just last week, the city of Madison extended its office hour, the clerk's office extended the office hours to try and give more opportunities for students who are basically who left for spring break late last week and are told not to come back to like April 10th, give them the opportunity to, to cast an absentee ballot. I mean, there's all kinds of unknowns right now. Well, yeah, Louisiana announced late last week that it's moving its primary from April to June, becoming the first state to take such a step. Could you envision something like that happening here if coronavirus continues to spread in the next few weeks? Well, I don't know the state constitution like the back of my hand, but I can't recall any provision there granting a power to move an election. Uh, when I called the Elections Commission late last week, they told me that those dates are set statute. Um, they were not contemplating requesting a change at that point. Again, you know, I can't predict the future because the story is changing so quickly. But right now, I would say I'm not hearing a big push or any, any sort from anybody about moving that election 
it's more a question of, okay, how do we make sure people can vote and accommodate them if they have fears about the coronavirus? One more question about coronavirus. Uh, DNC officials continue to insist that the convention will take place in Milwaukee in mid-July. Do you think they'll be forced to change their plans if coronavirus remains a big concern at that time? And if so, what might a scaled-back convention or alternative nominating process look like? Uh, Milwaukee Mayor Tom Barrett last week said that he expects a convention to go on. Things will die down by then. Uh, National Party Chair Tom Perez also said they're plowing ahead with plans to have the convention. You know, that stuff they're saying in in mid-March. We'll see what things look like in a couple of months if this kind of starts to die down. That's one thing. But if it doesn't, if we're still the same kind of heightened alert come you know, summer, what are they going to do? Could it be a convention where um, only certain personnel come to Milwaukee and they, they, the states vote electronically? Maybe. You know, I mean, I, I asked some people this question about the convention, and the feedback I got was that, yes, there's a concern about delegates coming in to one central place, having I mean, thousands of people in one spot. There's also a concern, though, about, think about it, the international media who come into the states to cover this. I mean, just last week, the president banned travel with certain parts of Europe. Um, you know, what would that look like if they had all those folks coming in from around the globe? Is that a problem? Not just for Milwaukee. The Republicans, too, have their own convention to worry about. Like, how is it going to impact them? But it is a huge question mark for that convention with all that effort, time, and money put in, pulling that thing off. Are they actually going to get the chance to do it? And finally, a conservative law firm has asked the Wisconsin Supreme Court to overturn an appeals court ruling that halted the purging of more than 200,000 people from the state's voter rolls because they may have moved. And the Institute for Law and Liberty asked the court to expedite its consideration of the case so it can be resolved by the November presidential election. What do you think will happen here? Good question. Um, a couple of things to note. One, uh, Justice Daniel Kelly, he did not participate in earlier proceedings with this case because he's on the ballot April 7th, didn't want to have the appearance he was trying to influence in a decision that could influence his election. So, but once that election is over, he's kind of indicated the case is in a, a spot where he could join, he'd be open to joining. So that would be noteworthy. Um, two, how quickly can the court move? Um, oftentimes you get a case right now, you don't have a decision by the fall, but Will has asked for an expedited, expedited briefing schedule and for things to move quickly. In their, their request, they basically want a decision by kind of like mid to late June. The argument they make is that the August 11th primary, uh, for those absentee ballots go out 45 days before the election. They want to make sure, Will does, that the people who have moved can't get an, a ballot, an absentee ballot from their old address for that primary. So that's the deadline they're setting. Now, you know, courts can do whatever they want to do in terms of their time frame, time frame, but it's not often you see the Supreme Court take a case in, let's say, mid-March and have a decision by mid-June. Usually it's a little longer than that. So it'd be interesting to watch the briefing schedule and how quickly the court acts on this. Um, and I think, you know, there was a concern raised by conservative Justice Rebecca Bradley before when the court passed to taking the case directly from the circuit court rather than the appeals court go first that there wouldn't be a decision by November. She wanted to have a decision by then. So that'll be interesting to watch, too. If, if there's really a push by the conservative majority to get something done before November, to have something in place because we could be the tipping point in the presidential election. So that could be a big deal about how things look for turnout come November. That's WISPolitics.com editor J.R. Ross. 
You can join us each week for our conversations. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Capital Notes on iTunes, NPR One, or wherever you get your podcasts.